But the real reason is that the message today is, is really uh, not one of me talking at you, uh, but me talking with you. So uh, some of you may know, uh, if this is your first time here, let me give you the, the quick recap. Uh, we've been in a series entitled The ABCs of FBC Cloudcroft. And really what, what the purpose of the series has been is just to kind of help you get to know who we are. And, and some of you have been here for a long time. Some of you have been visiting for a good while. And you, you say, well, I, I think I already know pretty much who you are. Um, but, but what we find is that, that I can think it, we can talk about it in staff, we can talk about it in leadership meetings. But if we don't do a good job of saying it to you, then it's hard for everybody to all be on the same page. So let me give you the quick recap. Um, we, we began, first of all, let me read uh, Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 42. Uh, one of my, my favorite passages, it's the, the birth of the church, uh, happened in the beginning of this chapter. And then now we're, we're getting into really kind of the well, what's happening since. What is, what is a brand new church? who has just, uh, for the first time in human history, uh, received the Holy Spirit to indwell them, uh, what does that look like? And, and in today's lingo, lingo, you can say this is a church plant with 3,000 members. Wouldn't you like to plant a church with 3,000 members? I, that would be fun. Nobody else thought that was fun. Um, let me just read the passage to you. This is Acts chapter 2. Uh, beginning at verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. And, and we began with that at the beginning of this series by, by just kind of helping you understand it, it, as we, we talk about uh, really the ABCs of FBC Cloudcroft, we need to start with talking about who we are. And, and so that's our vision. Uh, these notes are in your, your bulletin, I, I think. And today you got the bonus. I forgot to uh, make the blanks, so they're already filled in for you. Um, if any of you miss any of those, shame on you. Um, so you, you've got the blanks filled in, but, but I, I want those uh, for you guys so that, that you can begin to incorporate that um, into thinking. When someone says, First Baptist Church, who, who, who is First Baptist Church? Here's what you say. We are Christ followers, we are committed family, and we're compassionate friends. And, and we take that from uh, this passage that we see, uh, we need to be known first as Christ followers. And I know uh, we live in, in a world where Christian, if you say you're Christian, there are a lot of different connotations that people have, and, and some of them aren't good, a lot of them aren't good. The biggest knock we get is Christians are a bunch of hypocrites, and, and to that, we should be transparent and respond. No, we're a bunch of people who are trying to follow Jesus and to do what he says, but we still mess up. Um, we don't pretend to have it together. Um, some of us are afraid if we get it all together, we'll forget where we put it. But, 
But we're Christ followers. That, that is who we are. That's our identity. But we're more than that. As a church, we're a committed family. I know someone, I don't know who it was, just thought just then, I really can't read minds, but this popped into my mind. Um, some of my family ought to be committed. Um, but we're committed family. We commit to one another in Christ. That that we commit to, to help one another grow in our relationship with Christ. And, and that means there's a level of accountability. Um, I, I was at a conference and, and one of the uh, the ladies was eating something. She was a little bit early. And then when right before the conference started, she looked at the ladies on the front row she had been talking to. She said, I don't have anything in my teeth, do I? Um, she said, a, a, a real friend will tell you those kind of things. That's what we want to be. We want to be committed family that we can help one another grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ. And then finally, we want to be compassionate friends. In, in the community, we want to be known as people who love others, people who care about others. And, and we want it to, to start here, the way that we love one another. Jesus said will show that we're his disciples, but we don't want it to stop here. We don't want to be a clique or a country club, which is really funny. One of my friends pastors a church on Country Club Drive. That, that would get me so much when I say, we're not a country club. They're across the street. Um, we're, but, but we're not introverted, but, but that our loving goes outside and, and that we're known in the community as compassionate friends. That they, they know that, that they can come here for help when they're hurting and, and, and that they can, they can come for uh, counsel and for advice, that, that they can turn to any one of us and find a compassionate friend that will walk through the tough stuff of life with them. So that's who we are. That, that's our vision. But, but it doesn't stop there, not just who we are, but it's what are we supposed to be doing. And, and what we do, we call that our mission. And, and our mission is really simple. It's to lead people into a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and that can start, uh, you know, we, we used to kind of separate the terms evangelism and discipleship. I don't like that because... Uh, as Baptists, we're known uh, we're, we're known for getting them saved and baptized, and then letting them try to figure out the rest on their own. I don't want to be that way. Um, I, I want to lead them into a life changing relationship with Jesus, and it starts even before they come to faith in Christ. And, and what I've asked you to do is to pray about somebody that God would just highlight for you. You can begin to to uh, uh, bring them into your life and and establish your relationship and begin to disciple them even before they're a believer. And, and to lead people into a life-changing relationship with Jesus covers the whole gamut, whether you're not a believer yet or you've been a believer for 50 years. What, what we want for everybody is that you're in a, in a life-changing relationship with Jesus. We, we want you to grow. We, I don't want to be the same today as I was yesterday. Hopefully, if you if you look at me next year, you'll say, "Man, what a big difference!" Um, I, I I want that to be a daily thing. I want it to be uh, ongoing for me, and I want it to be in such a way that people know that they can see that, and see as we disciple someone, they can see that happening in us. What we're really doing is showing them the way, which is what Jesus said teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. Teaching's not telling. Teaching is showing. Some of you are like, oh, that's what I've got to do with my kids. The do as I do, not as, I'm sorry, boy, I say it right, but it's backwards. The do as I say, not as I do thing doesn't work. We need to show them how, right? And then 
we get to our strategy. How are we going to do that? Well, our strategy here, because I like things simple, our strategy is really simple. It's invest, invite, and do life through Christ. What that means is this, that you invest in someone, that, that you begin to invest in a relationship with them, that you invite them not only to church, but you invite them into your life. And man, that's the messy part of discipleship. You know, we, we want a, a class. You know, we, we disciple, and I know, I'm stepping on toes. I'm stepping on mine too, because I come from that era. Yeah, how many of you remember these? The young ones are going to think I'm crazy. But remember training union. Yeah, discipleship training. You remember that? That was an hour on Sunday night. And it, and it was a good idea, but that was really training the disciplers. That wasn't really what discipleship is. You can't do discipleship in an hour a week. Jesus spent three and a half years, 24-7 with 12 guys, investing in them, showing them what he, you know, he didn't just tell them, he showed them. But, but then the, the third part of that is that we do life together with them, that, that we're on this journey with them. We invite them to come along with us. And, and man, that, that means, means you've got to keep your phone turned on at night, near your bed. Mine, mine did a weird thing. Um, how many of you have Apple? You know, Apple, so the iPhones, they're so smart. They, my phone, my oldest daughter, um, I, I don't remember if we told her this, my youngest daughter was sitting with me, and, and all of a sudden, I get this little dun-dun-dun on my phone. And she looked at me, and she said, what's that? And I said, I don't know. I looked, and it says, time for bed. <laughs> my phone's so smart, it knows when I'm supposed to go to sleep. And then that next morning, the alarm went off at five, and I thought, I, don't, I didn't set an alarm. It's time to get up. But, but you've got to keep your phone on. You've got to keep it near your bed. Why? Because when you do life with someone, listen, life isn't a Monday through Friday, nine to five thing. Life sometimes, for some, happens at 2 a.m. It happens on Saturday at 10 in the morning. It happens when you're busy. And, and so our strategy is invest in them in relationship, invite them to come along with us, not only in church but in life, and then do life together with them. Let them know, hey, look, you're not in this alone. That's what the, why we call it the body of Christ. We're members one of another. And then last week we talked about the ABCs. These are what we expect. Because I, I, have, have you ever volunteered for something not knowing what it is you're supposed to be doing? Yeah, if you've been in a Baptist church, it happens a lot. I just need you to teach two-year-olds. My hardest one was I was going to help with fourth and fifth grade Pioneer Club boys and girls. I'm, I'm just going to help. And that guy, schedule changed, and guess who was doing it? We don't, we don't want you to be surprised. We, we want to know what we expect as a church. So here's what we expect. One, we expect you attend. I know, that's like shocking. Uh, but, but if you're not here, it's kind of hard to be a part of something, isn't it? Right? How many of you, you don't have to raise your hand, but I will because I did this, join a gym, and then like after a month, you just quit showing up. They kept taking my money that whole year. Didn't do me a bit of good. 
we, we want you to come. The average attendance for the committed member, I said this one time and some people got offended. I'm not saying you're not committed. This is a committed member is two times a month. That's a committed member. Um, the average attendance overall now has dropped to once a month. That's not, that's not you, though. Um, you're the committed member. So, so what we say is attend at least twice a month. The B in ABCs is belong. We want you to belong to a small group because we know that's where life change happens. That's where we do life together. And, and we've got a lot of those that, that you, can, you can get involved in. The C is to commit, not commit to membership, but to commit to serve. We want you to commit to serve on a regular basis. Uh, I, I told you, my, my desire is, is that on any given Sunday, someone can come and say, what's your job in a church? And you can say, I do this. This is my job. That you know. It's not like, well, I used to do this. I've been thinking about doing this, and I really want to stop doing that. But, but that you know that you commit to serve on a regular basis. And then finally, that you share, that you learn how to and be active and engaged in sharing your faith. That's always a scary one for us. We want to try to make it not scary. We want to try to equip you and give you good opportunities to do that. So all that was the recap. Hold on tight. I just want us to spend a little bit of time looking ahead. Because if we're going to do these things, then we need to have some things in place for that to happen. So, so this year... This year, we're going to do some new things, and, and that means we, we're going to have that C word. You know what I'm talking about? Change. Yeah, Cynthia took all my change yesterday, so I don't have to change anymore. I gave it to her. But, but we're going to start some new things to help us to do the things that we know we should be doing. Here's the first new thing we're going to start. They're called discovery classes. And we're actually starting that today. The discovery classes are really just ways to help you, that, to give you opportunities to do the things that we say we need to be ab- about doing. And, and so the first one is today. It's discovering church membership. Now, this class, if you're here today, even if you didn't know, I'd invite you to go ahead and come. Um, I'll eat crackers and let you have my soup. Um, but uh, we, we should have, have plenty. But, but here's why. Because... If you come today, I'm, I'm starting to sound like a salesman. <laughs> if you come today, not only will you get food, but you'll probably have the shortest Discovering Church membership class because it's really everything we've been talking about in this series, plus a few other things. But, but what it is, we, we, we want you to discover the joys of church membership that we commit you know we're committed family that we commit to one another you'll have an an opportunity at the end to join the church to to fill out uh, the card and join we'll we'll take your picture you don't have to join to have your picture taken we're working on uh, updating and and getting an online directory Um, but but that's discovering church membership we want you to do that we we want to be committed to one another in christ the, the other one is going to happen. We're going to do these once a month. So this is January, February. Uh, the, the other one that, that's going to be is Discovering Church Connection. We want you to connect in the life of church. The, by the way, the Discovering Church membership goes with the A, the attend. The Discovering Church Connection goes with the B, the belong. We want to help you get involved in a small group. And we have lots. Oh, my goodness. There are so many small groups. That we, have. we have Sunday school classes. We have Bible studies. We even have some of you are like, I don't know, I have to go to work pretty early. There's a Thursday morning men's Bible study at 6.30 a.m. Yeah, I want to make sure I get that right. Because they, they decided they want to sleep in 30 minutes now. It's not at 6. It's at 6.30 on Thursdays. We have 
We have men's and women's Bible studies on Tuesday nights. Um, we, we're kicking off. Are you ready? I told you we're going to do some new things. We're starting them back up, actually. Some, uh, we used to call them connection groups. We're going to call them community groups. And I said church connection. I changed that. It's church community. We want you to discover church community. We're going to do that through community groups. These are groups that meet different times. Each group gets to decide. And on, on, in, in February, what we're going to do is have a connect event where we can connect you to a small group. And you might say, I don't have time to do a small group that's going to meet somewhere outside you know, of the church setting. And so we're, we're going to have our Sunday school teachers there. We can connect you in a Sunday school class that meets at 9.30 on Sunday mornings. Um, we're going to have our men's and women's Bible study leaders there. Maybe if that's something you, you say, you know, I, um, Sunday morning I've got something else going on, but I'd, I'd like another group. Um, but but I, I really can't do the, the community group thing. The, the men and women's Bible studies will do a, a study, and then they usually take a little break and then go and do another. It, but we, we want to do this community, uh, community group connection event um, three times a year to, to let you get in. Every time, and that's something that you can attend more than once. In fact, you should, because every, every four months, you're going to have these options in a community group. Are you ready? You can keep going with a group you're in. You can switch to another group, or you can take a break for one cycle, and then we're going to hunt you down because <laughs> we don't want to lose you. The, the other one is discovering church ministry. Uh, one of the things that, and this one's a class that I'm really, really excited about because we just got a new tool that we can use with this one. One of the things that, that, I, that I find with people is they say, well, I don't, know what, I don't know what I can do. I don't know what my talents are, my abilities. I don't know what my spiritual gifts are. Um, um, Saddleback, a long time ago, uh, did this with their, their 101, 201, 301, 401 classes. And, and their ministry class, they did this deal called Shape. I like this. Because shape, it's an inventory, and it talks about your spiritual gifts, your heart, uh, or that is your interest and your passions, your abilities, because uh, we all have them, even though we might not know what they are. Don't think they're very good. Uh, our personalities, um, not our personality disorders. That's, a, that's another whole class. But our personalities and then our experiences. And, and the reason I like this particular inventory is that Really, that's the sum total of us, and that's how God has put us together to serve. The cool thing about this one is I've discovered a way to do this online for free. What has messed us up in the past is it take, this takes a little while, like 30, 45 minutes to do, and that would take the whole time in the class, and you didn't really have time to process it. You can do this for those who sign up for this class. You'll get the email link, and you can do that inventory online ahead of time. It'll email you. It'll email the church, and then... Um, when you show up, we can just discuss that, and then we can plug you in. This is where the ministry team leaders will be. We can plug you into ministry right there in that class for whatever it is. You might say, you know what, man, my schedule's so crazy, there's probably only one season a year that I can help, and it's during vacation Bible school. I just made that last part up. Um, but, but we can plug you in right there. And then the last one is discovering church outreach. Uh, we're not going to separate evangelism and missions or evangelism and, and the other things. We're just going to call it outreach. And in this one, that's where we're going to do our training uh, to help you learn how to share your faith. That's where we're going to do specific training if we've actually have an outreach event coming up. And so this one, I'd encourage you to, to do every time it's going to be offered three times a year. Every time it's offered, jump in. 
You might learn something new. You might, might you will let you know about opportunities for outreach uh, in this one and get you plugged in and, and signed up for those. But those are our discovery classes. The other thing that we want to do that's new this year is called Equipping University. I'm sure that's not original with me. I um, thought about it years ago when I was at a different church. But Equipping You is what we're going to call it because we want to equip you. See how that works? Yeah. Slick. I know. And this is, this is the class because we are to be about equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, aren't we? Yes, we are. And so this is, this is where we're going to be doing this. And Kurt is actually going to be heading this one up for us. And there are three areas in here that he and I have talked about doing. One is the fundamentals. So some of those are fundamentals of the faith. So that might be uh, salvation, uh, who, who is God, who is Christ, uh, d- just some of the basics in our faith. Uh, in here, uh, we can handle some of the spiritual disciplines. What is, so, so how do I develop a good prayer life? Um, uh, I, I would love to, to find a way in here uh, to, to be able to, to do some equipping in, in the realm of parenting. I just thought about this at this conference I was at last, this last week. Um, we probably ought to do a class on, on how to disciple your children. Because I think that's one where a lot of you tell parents, you're supposed to disciple your kids, and you're like, okay. <laughs> but, but to equip you in, in how to do that. For some of you, how to disciple your children and their children <laughs> at the same time. But, but, but to the equipping you, and that's gonna be, these are going to be on Sunday nights, uh, but, but to be able to equip you for those things so that, that you're able to do the things that God has called you to do. The other area we talked about is, it's a fun, fun word, apologetics. Um, uh, that is really just simply how to defend your faith. And, and, and that, that movie prepared not only is to help you pr- be prepared how to share it, but really just give a short defense of your faith. Why do you believe? Why are you a Christ follower? Apologetics t- tells you how to do that. First Peter says, give, always be ready to give an account for the hope that's within you. So, so we want to include that in there. And the other one is a really fun theological word called hermeneutics. Um, if you're a hymn, you can come to this too, um, but we're not going to change it to hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is simply how to study your Bible. And, and I know that that's another one that, that we need. How, what are some good basic Bible study tools that I can use? Not, not just the commentaries and things, but, but what does it look like? What are the basics and how to study your, your Bible? And, and so we want to teach you how to do that. Th- those are some things we have coming up. Here's another big one that you're going to be hearing about a whole lot more, and we're going to call it new building. We're in the design phase of a new building, and man, it scares me just to say it. Um, but but there's some things there's some things uh, about this new building a, as we go that that we're going to ask you to be involved in. Okay, now the first one may not be what you think it is. The second one may be what you think it is, but the first one is going to be to pray. Listen, what we're talking about is not something we can do. And on the one hand, you're like, I don't know. But on the other hand, what we're doing is giving God an opportunity to do something only. So, so we, we're going we're gonna to invite you, we're, we're going to find some good ways to do this, invite you to be a part of praying about this whole process. What's it going to look like? How's it going to function? How are we going to pay for it? 
And that, that goes into the second one, which you knew was coming. Uh, we're going to encourage you to be a part of giving for this. Now, now my understand that this is more than we can do. We're not going to ask you to sell your home. Um, not not going to ask you to... Some of us will volunteer to sell our hair. Um, um, not going to ask you to go sell blood. But what we are going to do as you're praying is is ask you to to pray about God how would you have me give to this? And then, then finally in here is we're going to have some opportunities for you to work. One of the cool things about what we're looking at in, in, this, in this building phase is opportunities for volunteers to be able to do stuff. Now, now I know some of you get really excited. We mean jackhammer. Yeah, I know, right? We're going we're to find things in your skill level to do. We're going to leave the highly technical things to the guys with the licenses and stuff. But there are some things we can do. Maybe it's painting. Um, and then, depending on who's painting, maybe it's cleaning up the floor after they paint. <laughs> but, but there are some ways that we can be hands-on in this building project. And, and so we're going to invite you to, to join in that work. And then finally, the, uh, this year, we're going to do this thing called Financial Peace University. How many of you have heard of that with Dave Ramsey? Financial Peace University. But we're going we're gonna to do this differently than, than I've seen. This is going to be a church-wide emphasis. And, and so our discovery classes, which will normally be three times a year, are only going to be two times a year this year because in September... What we want to do is, as best we can, focus everything in on this. Um, we're going to have to be creative in how to do that, but, but in our small groups, we want them to focus on the, the Financial Peace University, the, the, the biblical principles of finances in here. And in our, our Bible studies, we want to do that. Um, I don't know how Cynthia's going to do it with the kids, but we'll figure that out. No, We want it to be a church-wide emphasis. And it'll start in September, it'll end before Thanksgiving. We planned it that way so we wouldn't get into the holidays. But those are some things that we have coming up. And, and, and I wanted to spend some time with today talking with you about that because I, I, I want you to be looking ahead. I want you to be thinking about what it is that God's going to do in the life of this church. But more importantly, I want you today to begin thinking and praying about how God would have you be a part of this. Listen, I honestly believe, I'm not just saying this because I'm your pastor and we're going to enter a building program, just, oh, that's, that's going to be big. It's a big step of faith. But I believe that God is going to do some amazing things this year. He's already started. I, I've already kind of seen some things behind the scenes. I believe this year we're going to see people come to faith in Christ. We're doing baptisms four times a year. I think it'd be great if we just had too many to do four times a year and we had to do it more than that. I believe that God is going to move some people into a new area of faith in their walk with Jesus this year. 
I, I don't know if you've experienced any of those pivotal moments, but I believe that we're going to have some of those this year. Some people who, who say, you know what? I've grown more in my walk with Jesus this year than I can remember. I, I believe we're going to have some of those. I believe that this year God is going to call some people into the ministry. I know nobody ran out the door. I don't know if that means you're going to be a missionary in Africa. I don't know if that means you're going to be a church planter in South America. I don't know if that means you're going to be a pastor in a church in the States or if you're going to be a, a, a pastor or a deacon here. I don't, I don't know what that means, but I really believe that this year we're going to see God call some people into ministry. And it, that's a big life change. Some of you are going, whoo, man, I'm glad I'm past that age. Let me remind you. Moses was 80 when God called him to lead the people out of slavery in Egypt. So some of you may be there, but he spent 40 years doing that. So hold, hold on to that. I believe God is going to give us inroads into this community that we haven't had before. And we've got some good inroads in the community. And, and so the, the invitation today is pretty simple. I want you to say, how would you have me be a part of what you're going to do here? How would you have me be a, a part of that? And, and maybe before you pray that, say, God, whatever, whatever your answer is to what I'm about to pray, it's yes. Wh whatever you say to me, the answer is yes. God, I'm telling you, yes, I'll do it, but I want you to show me how to be involved. And, and just surrender just, just take hands off. That's hard to do, isn't it? Um, parents, any of you taught your kids how to ride a bicycle? Taking your hands off that bicycle is a hard thing to do. Um, but, but to say, God, I'm, I'm just going to say yes to you, and then, then I'm going to let you direct me. What is it you would have? How would you have me be involved this year? Let's pray. Lord, you're amazing. Your love for us just goes beyond what we could ever think. And God, I'm amazed that you continue to love me. You didn't just love me, uh, Lord, for salvation, but you, you love me uh, enough that you keep changing me. You keep working in my heart. And sometimes I know, Lord, that, uh, that I can be stiff-necked and I can be hard-hearted. And God, thank you for not giving up on me. Lord, thank you for getting a hold of me as a 15-year-old young man. Thank you for walking with me as a 53-year-old, not-so-young man. And God, your, your mercies and your grace and love are just as new to me today as they were as a 15-year-old boy. And God, we know that you want to work in our hearts. We know that you want to change us. We know that you want to make us more like Jesus. And God, we know that for reasons only you know, you want to use us to reach others with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so today, Lord, we just lay ourselves at your feet. Lord, what you're going to do in this church this year, we, we want to be a part of that. And so, God, we just we, we lay ourselves at your feet. We surrender to you. The answer is yes already, Lord, from us. We would just ask that you show us how you want us to be a part of what you're going to do here this year at First Baptist Church, Cloudcroft.
And God, give us the courage and the boldness to follow through, to step up, to step up, and, uh, and to, to step into the place that you call us to go. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.